you know in sales you can't win them all. Welcome to the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about on the journey of becoming preeminent. When it comes to those sales calls, when it comes to those sales meetings, you don't always win. And how do you effectively deal with the rejection that comes with that without being shut down, without it becoming crippling, without it cracking your confidence on the next call? How do you effectively deal with rejection? That is what we're talking about in this episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Are you a commercial insurance producer struggling to stand out from the competition? Do you find it challenging to grow your book of business and create a fulfilling career? If so, then welcome to the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Each week, we'll be tackling important topics, sharing proven strategies and insights from successful producers that are in the trenches and have traveled the journey to becoming a preeminent producer. You'll discover what it really takes to become preeminent and build your book of business in a way that isn't being taught anywhere else. Our hosts are experts in the field and have built thriving businesses by becoming the most trusted advisor to their clients. Welcome to your journey to becoming a preeminent producer. Let's dive in. I've got a question for you guys um, on the topic of selling in general. As, as anybody in sales in any industry, they deal with rejection. Uh, they don't always win everyone, right? And I'm curious what you guys think about the mindset, the beliefs, the struggle, all of the dealing with when it comes to rejection and, and somebody is on this path of becoming preeminent. You don't win every battle. I'm curious from each one of your, your perspectives, how do you guys deal with rejection? Sure. I just, loss is one of those things in this industry that you're you're going to lose a lot. You know, and, and I've told the story about the stockbroker who hires former athletes, men and women who have been athletes. And we think they're hiring them because they're competitive. They want to win. The answer is no. They know how to lose and recover. And I think that's a big skill that you have to develop. So losing or not getting an account or losing an account is a horrible thing. But if you don't learn from that loss, that's a disaster. So we always want to debrief and be honest with ourselves and our crew after we've lost either a prospect, we didn't make the sale, or we lost a client. Let's sit down. Let's be as honest as we possibly can. Leave our ego at the door. What happened? What did we do wrong? What can we learn from this? Absolutely. And it's such a great question, Paul. now, Rick, what you just described, I just went through last week, Oof. a prospect that I was working on with my partner, my business partner, and it looks like we're not going to get the account after all, but we sat down forensically and you know, kind of dissected what did we do wrong. It's a long story, and I'm too embarrassed to share it with you guys, so I won't, but suffice it to say... <laughs> It was a pretty basic mistake that we made, you know, and we can still do that. I mean, I've been producing, you know, 35 years now or whatever. And I said, you know, we can still sometimes, and that probably goes back to the practicing idea, which we've talked about, that probably would have helped. Uh, But yeah, as far as dealing with the rejection, I think all of us have been knocked down enough and we got back up again that it still hurts, but it probably hurt a lot more when I first started out and I was much more insecure, you know, and whatnot. And to me, the, just the, the thrill of victory, I guess, of winning on account, even if it's maybe a little on the small side, it's still fun to win, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
that far outweighs for me anyway uh, the rejection. But I guess if I were starting out new, or if I were advising somebody new in the industry, I would let them know rejection or, or losing. It's a reality. It's gonna. You just have to be prepared for it, and, yeah. and you, you, you got to keep going. Yeah, and and I would I would chime in to say that you know uh, celebrate your wins. Take the time to celebrate your wins, um, whatever size they are. And, and win doesn't necessarily have to be just winning an account. Winning, uh, you know, a win could be getting into an account. Uh, and you may not get it. You may not get it the first time. But every time you get knocked down, you have to learn from that. If you just if if the rejection hits you so hard that you can't look at yourself or look at what happened or do what Rick said and debrief, then I think. It, you know, it, it may not be for you. Now, having said that, I've got my butt kicked. I've got knocked down. I've got punched, not literally, but it feels like a punch in the gut. And it normally takes me a couple of days to get over it. I mean, I'm oh. not, I can't just shrug it off. Mm -hmm. But I find that when I go through that process of losing something, uh, losing a client, let's talk about that, losing a client that I've had for years, or I thought mm -hmm. I nailed it, nailed the presentation and I get rolled you know, when I debrief, I, I may find out that maybe their best friend is the new CFO, which that happened to me on one of my bigger accounts. It's like, really? There's nothing I could have done. And if there's nothing you could have done to have prevented that loss from happening, then pat yourself on the back and take that as a win. But, you know, it, it, again, it's I take a couple of days normally, depending on the blow, and I will actually uh, tell myself there's there it's their loss it's their loss that they left me or left us hmm. and there's more more out there and that's that's how i handle it paul but yeah i do mine where i would say I, I, after we debrief after we've we figured out what's going on i want you to go home tonight and i want you to feel bad and i want you to feel sorry for yourself i want you to red wine helps scotch mm -hmm. helps whatever you're but then I want you tomorrow to show up ready to go. Mm -hmm. I want you to feel bad, wallow in self-pity, do all that kind of stuff. But let's get together tomorrow morning over a cup of coffee at 8:30 and let's let's get going. Let's let's turn the sucker around and let's let's fire up and, and let's go replace that business that we lost or the potential business that we lost. And here's the other thing: think about all the other clients you have as a producer mm -hmm. or your firm has. They love you. Yeah. Someone loves you. So it doesn't have to be the end of the world. It may feel like it. I've been there and it may feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. And ultimately, and I think you brought this up, Christian, ultimately, some people, Paul, they, they never can get over it and deal with it. And I, I can think of one failed uh, attempt at bringing a producer along years ago. We probably have Paul had this. This guy ended up washing out. He literally just could not deal with the rejection that he felt just hit him too hard. He just couldn't get around it. That was his personality type. Right. So he went back to being an underwriter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, and then keep thinking about that. We talk about professional athletes all the time. Think about how many times they lose, you, you know, how many, how many, you know, Tiger Woods is five masters, but he, he, he lost a lot of them too. And yeah. he would probably be the first to tell you, you know, this, I mean, it's this painful. Is, this is a difficult industry. It really is. It, this is not for everybody. This is a full contact sport. Um, 
you've got to be able to, to handle rejection. You've got to be able to celebrate victories because that's a wonderful thing to do. But this isn't right for everybody. And there are tests out there that we, we administer to potential candidates. We're trying to protect ourselves from hiring the wrong person. We're trying to protect them from going into the wrong industry. There's nothing worse than watching somebody languish for a year or for six months before you have to have that conversation that's, well, Ralph, it looks like this industry isn't right for you. You're a really good person. You're in the wrong industry. So it, it's a it's a difficult industry. When it's right, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And take it perfect. I mean, when I, this is easy to say, take it professionally. But if a listener out there is having a tough time and you get your butt kicked, take it professionally, take it on the chin and literally get up and go back to work. Because I have also had it where I've lost an account. I'm with one right now. This account left. I never knew why. Mm. And I thought this, I thought that this was just one of my, you know, cherry accounts you know i worked my tail off and they left and i couldn't get an answer as to why Hmm. okay five years ago guess what i got a call about within the last 30 days hey um would you be interested in working with us and i was shocked shocked so you know sometimes you can get them back and uh, now also I would say, and it sounds like I'm pontificating a little bit, but I would also say to listeners, you know, we're in a business where there's always a winner and always a loser. Right. And uh, sometimes you're on the right side of it and sometimes you're not, but you know, there's always the next one out there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, real quick, little nugget here, kind of stating the obvious, but, but I have found this has really helped my career because I've lost my share of accounts that were a cherry account or whatever. Man, always leave or whatever professionally, right? So that keeps the door open. You can't act all hurt and all that. So in that case, in that story you just gave us, Christian, you know, something in the way that it ended and that you didn't blow up or whatever, they were comfortable enough to call you back. Because I think sometimes people, it's human nature, are a little embarrassed or whatever. They can Mm -hmm. be uncomfortable calling back. So you got to let them know, hey, if anything doesn't go the way, you're hoping, and I hope it works out great for you. But please don't hesitate to call. I'd be happy to at any time help. You. And it will, and it will. Yeah. Something will go yeah. wrong. It will go wrong yeah. with the other person. Yeah. Uh, but so often too, I find myself wanting to just tell that person off. I mean, yeah. I can't believe that. And uh, yeah, that's not a good thing. Don't no. do that. No, it kind of shuts the door. <laughs> All right, guys, we're keeping it short today. I hope you got some nuggets of gold from that, and truly understand that. Rejection is all part of the game and properly dealing with it, understanding that it does not affect who you actually are as a person and really understanding that this is a stepping stone in the journey of becoming preeminent. So hope you implement what you've learned today. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, please take a moment, like, subscribe, leave a review on this podcast. It helps us know how to better serve you in future podcasts. So until next time, guys, we'll see you in the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Preeminent Producer Podcast.